0: you found the rock Hesperia and are on your way to building a solid life. We make disciples here. If you, your children, or anyone comes to Jesus, hears his sayings, and does them, your life will become solid. So let's get to it. Open to two places, would you please? Luke 1 and Isaiah 54. Let's say this together. This is my Bible. It is God speaking to me. I am who it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. So I open my heart today to hear God speak a word that will change my life forever. See how did you get there first? A lot of people just have it. This is my Bible. I got seven Bibles. I have 52 Bibles at home, right? Come on. You know these people. <laughs> Many of us have been these people. And then the Lord got our attention and said, you know what? Open that thing. And then there are some that's like, you know what? I read the Bible constantly on Facebook. I'm reading it all the time. Like by one verse. It's like I get like six bites a day of, of sustenance, of nutrients, I get like six bites, and then and, and we feel like satisfied. It's like, man, I'm constantly reading the scriptures. But until we get there and we start opening it up, I'm, I'm setting you up a little bit because we have a lengthy passage in Luke today that we're going to go over, but you'll be glad we're, that we did. If you have your journals and you're taking notes, we're starting a series today called Conceiving the Supernatural. Conceiving the Supernatural. And this message is called Singing and Conceiving. Singing and conceiving. I'm going to put a marker here in Luke because we're going to come back around to it. And I'm going to go to Isaiah 54 to start. There's something about the whole counsel of God. There's something about... Knowing the fullness of what he said and how this applies to that, and that means something here, and there's a way to connect these dots. That's why OSL is so powerful, because Operation Solid Lives, our discipleship process, brings the Bible to such vibrant life. Because like, oh, that's what I was talking about all this time. I see that scripture come to life, and now I can apply it. That makes so much sense, and that's what we do here. We take the Bible in deeply, richly, and that's what we want to do today. Isaiah 54 verse 1, I'll tell you what I want you to do today. I need you to participate with me, not, not only so you don't just you know, fall asleep as default on time change day, but so, because there is a participation in this message that requires your agreement, requires your participation. And so, especially on these days, it's always true. You know that you're gonna get out what you put into this thing. It's not just me, because sometimes you put the pull on me, and then you get more out of it when you're engaged like that. And and other times it's like if, if you're not, then it's like the Lord can be saying the perfect thing right there. And he's like, you just it's just going right by, you know? Don't let it happen to you today. We're singing and conceiving today. So look at Isaiah 54, starting in verse one. And the first word is Sing. sing. Sing if you want to sing out, sing out, yeah! I love that. And uh, sing, sing, sing. My kids love that movie. Sing. Anyone seen that movie? I'm still standing, yeah, yeah, yeah. That gorilla playing the piano. Nobody sing this movie. All right, sing. It's good. I know I'm not alone in this thing. Sing. I love singing. Does any? Did anyone know that? I love to sing. And uh, (laughs) if you knew it won't take much time at all, you'll find out. You will find out. Sing. What does the Lord want you to do? Sing. Sing. Chuck's like, I'm ready to sing right now. Give me a microphone. Is this karaoke plus right here. Chuck, hang on, hang on, maybe, if we have time. Sing. Okay, now watch what it says. Sing, O barren, you who have not born. I should say that better because in the scripture it's written differently. Now the punctuation is a little tricky because if you're looking at the original languages, you're not going to see it. But this is the translator's foundness. And it's, it's, more, it's, it's less like, sing, O barren, you who have not born. It's more like this. Sing, O barren, you who have not born. You see that exclamation point? Is that in your Bibles too? Sing, O barren. Okay, so who's meant to be singing here? Yeah, the barren, you who have not born. Sing, O barren, you who have not born. And then it goes on to say, break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child. Who knows that to bring forth a child, it takes labor? Yes. Unfortunately. Yes. I mean, can we just say it? There is a process and some, part of that is painful. Part of it is painful. Part of it is something that you don't want to go through to be able to get to the place where you get to birth that thing. Amen? Amen? At the end, the vision will speak. D- uh, wait for it. Even though it seems to tarry, wait for it. It's going to come to pass. At the end, the vision will speak. But there's this middle time. And in that time, uh, you know, we've had a few babies. I'll say we because I still got them. Um, and anyway, all that aside. But I've watched Jen go through it. And there have been times, and like most of the time she's been like, big pregnant in the summer you know what i'm talking about in the summer so you you're growing out this way you're trying to walk and you're trying to make that. you know there's a whole other person you're carrying around you know and it's like in your back and you're sweating and it's like everything is miserable like and then and after that's not enough then labor so not only was it there's a cost here in this time and then labor And it seems to only get worse the nearer you get to this baby being born. Am I telling the truth? I'm not lying. Sing, O barren, you who have not born. Break forth into singing and cry aloud. At least let us this morning, like, sing loudly. That was prophetic. She didn't even know it. The Lord's doing something today. You who have not labored with child. There's another exclamation point right there, by the way. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. All right, say this with me. For more are the children of the desolate. desolate. Say it again. For more are the children of the desolate desolate. than the the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Sometimes you might get a feeling that I'm just trying to whip you up into something. I'm not. I don't. I want us to get excited about the things that are exciting, the real things. Says the Lord, if he said it, he will accomplish it. Remember that Philippians passage? He who has begun a good work in you will complete it. He's faithful to complete it. Until the day of Christ Jesus. Until Jesus comes back to get us and take us all to heaven, he's working and he's going to complete that thing in you that he started. Amen. Says the Lord. That's what that means. Says the Lord. Says the Lord. Sing, O barren, you who have not born. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child. Consider everything in your life that seems barren and empty and fruitless or just looks kind of meager and meh, meh whatever, whatever you want to think. It just looks sad because we can get depressed about that kind of thing. We can look, someone, <laughs> someone is experiencing coming up on their 25th birthday and they're like, I'm feeling depressed. Like my life is gone. It's like, what have I done with all my life? Right? And then of course those of us who are, older than that we're like ah you just start now but I remember being on the cusp of becoming 25 and feeling that exact same thing I was like oh yeah 25 was my year too I was like what am I even doing but wherever you are wherever you are however old you're young you are whatever situation you're in know that the Lord will restore the years that the locusts have eaten no problem know that he's faithful to complete what he's begun that good work in you and thus saith the Lord, sing even if you're barren. Break forth into singing, in fact. Cry aloud. Don't be shy about this thing. So one thing that we don't do is like we're not like, well, it's already, it's already happening in my life. It's already if I'm sick and I need a healing, you know what I say? I'm sick, I need a healing. I don't say, I'm not sick. If I haven't born, I don't say, I've born. Amen. But I will, because thus saith the Lord. Got a little regular King James on you there. That's for Carla. That's for Carla. Verses 4 and 5 says, Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed. Say, I will not be ashamed. So I will not be afraid. Oh no, come on. Say, I'm going to say the whole thing again. Say, I will not be ashamed. So I will not be afraid. There you go. You've got you to say it like you mean it. Say it like you're embracing it for yourself. This is what the Word of God is supposed to do for us. It's supposed to be spoken out by us and received in that way. We create things with our words. When we say them, then they start taking root. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed Neither be disgraced, for you will not be put to shame. For you will forget even the shame of your youth and not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. How? How will I not remember what I've been living with this whole time? I've been looking at this empty, broken, not producing thing. How am I going to forget all that when it's so present with me? The only thing I want to do is produce. The only thing I want to do is succeed. The only thing I want to do is thrive. Yet, I've been feeling like, meh. Where is it? What's happening? The Lord says, sing. Cry aloud. Break forth into singing. For more will be your offspring, your children, than that of the married woman. The married woman's got it all together, right? I, and for us, I, here we go. Just speak up and counteract all of what's going on in the room right now. Say, say amen or something. The married woman's got it all together, right? <laughs> amen. Yes, she got a husband. She's got this beautiful. All right. Can't, you can't rely on anybody some days. On time change day, it's anybody's game. But uh, the married woman seems to have it all together. she got a husband, right? If you want to have babies, you know what a good thing for you to have is? A husband. Amen. Amen. If you want to start having some babies, the Lord's way is to have a husband, have some babies. Amen. And then you're gonna have all this progeny, you're gonna have like this legacy, you're gonna have this whole thing built up, and it and it has anyone looked at their kids and been like, oh, I know where you got that. Your mother. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. The, only the best things, right? Only the best things. Right? No, but I can see myself and my kids. Can't you? <laughs> And the laughter abounds. Yes, we the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right? It comes out because they were they were born from us. My mom will apologize sometimes, and I can't even believe it. She'll say, "I'm sorry, that came from me." This is like this this followed down, you know. (laughs) But hey, sometimes that's what smart people get. Their mouths are smart too. But that's all right. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he won't depart from it. And that's what we're doing. That's our job. And so we're going to do it. But listen, so you may be here, though, and listen to me carefully, and you may not have born a physical child yet. And you're like, no, but I want one. I want some kids. Pastor Jeff's got a zillion of them. What's the deal? (laughs) I can't keep up. What did Pastor Jerry say? Fertile Myrtle and so and Sam. It's like they got no problem popping out these kids. But here I am waiting, waiting, waiting. And in the olden days, if there was a non-productive family unit, that was a shame. And that's what these words are coming from. There was a shame back in those days. It's not that way anymore. And kind of thank God for that, you know, because I don't know what that was about. Uh, The Lord does say be fruitful and multiply, but really more than just physical, it's spiritual more than physical it's spiritual because you could be quite content even as Paul says I'd rather you be unmarried and just give yourself to the gospel full-time and be unhindered right because kids cost you something on the other side you know how many meetings I want to have a lot more than I get to have you know how many lunches I want to go to without you know oh kids are sleeping can't go you know or whatever they cost you on one but I mean they're precious you know you get what I'm saying you get what I'm saying? There's a price to be paid. Not just, it doesn't stop with the labor either. You're like, that was the worst part. I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's a cost to it. That's all. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. You will not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. See, there's a, there's a woman here that has lost her husband, and she's barren in the scripture. This is what we're looking at. Two strikes against her. How is this even going to happen? And I'm not even gonna remember this time, but I felt so bad. How really? But with God, all things are possible. All things are possible to him who believes. Nothing shall be impossible. I love it. That we have a God that can make the dry bones live, that can make the barren fruitful. And in fact, more than just a little bit of fruit, give me a little taste. Look what it says. More are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman. So whatever competition you think you're in, you're not. You're not. The Lord has it ready for you all day long. Sing, O barren. You who have not born, break forth into singing and cry aloud. You who have not labored with child for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Look at verse number five. For or because... Your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. And your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called the God of the whole earth. You know what God is saying? He's like, Don't even sweat it. Don't even, I got you. Don't even sweat it. You got me. You who don't have a husband, I'm your husband. Your maker is your husband. Isn't that good news? Your maker is your husband. You know, when God speaks, things happen. That's why I went on, says the Lord so much. Says the Lord, he's got a plan. He's going to bring it through to completion. You look to me when you want, you look to me. Not to natural systems, not to the way that it normally works, the way of the world, your own strength, your own wisdom, your own plans or thoughts. No, no, no. Look to me. Look again the whole thing matters. It all matters. I could just take a verse here and a verse there and say anything I want on a Sunday. But that's why we don't do that. That's why we use tons of scripture here so you're convinced that this is really the plan of God and you can have confidence that He's going to do it. Amen? Amen. Say, He's going to do it, do it. In, my life. in my life. Because He said so. He said so. Amen. Say, I can, do anything. I can do anything. You say, you say in, obedience. in obedience. I love it. If he has your obedient agreement, there is no limit. I often say the sky's the limit. It's not true. There is no limit. Amen. In the lead pastors meeting that we've been having every year when we get together at conference, all the campus lead pastors get together and Pastor Jerry leads us through something. And, this, and so two conferences ago, so this was like over a year ago now, we were meeting, and Pastor Jerry felt led to lead us through Isaiah 54. And in Isaiah 54, where we started today, this is, this is what happened, and pa- Pastor Haroon, who is uh, the Pakistani leader, he had said, Pastor Jerry, I've, I won't even do the accent, I feel like this is talking about like spiritual love making, spiritual love making, and uh, we're all like, uh, well, "Where's this going to go? <laughs> Where are we going right now?" And uh, and then so we we walk through that step by step very carefully, right? And uh, so this this woman unable to conceive. God comes and says, "I want to fix that." I want to fix that, and I've got a way to fix that. In the spiritual realm, there is a spiritual, intimate encounter that takes place in the fellowship in the spirit. There's an intimate encounter that happens in the spirit to cause supernatural things to come to pass in your life. What is supernatural? Yeah, yesterday, I, we inadvertently used super and natural together. It's like, this is like so natural, it's like supernatural. It's like, no, no, no it's like, Supernormal is what we meant there, but supernatural is a different thing. Supernatural is born of God, something that He's doing, and only He can do. That's supernatural. He wants to cause supernatural things in your life that could not happen naturally. Say, they couldn't happen any other way. Couldn't happen any other way. That's right. God wants to do it. And we've got to believe that our God is able to do it, That's right. to do exceedingly abundantly. Above all that we ask or think. We, we can't, we're not even imagining that this is possible right now, and, he, and yet he still supersedes that. I got you. This is going to happen. God inhabits the praises of his people. You know that scripture? God inhabits the praises of his people. He lives in it. He's enthroned by it. It's so good. In his presence there is fullness of joy. In His presence, supernatural conception happens. In His presence. In His presence. I'm not just going to go kiss Jen and we're going to have a baby. That's all I'm saying. You can't just like pop in and get a little quick scripture on Facebook and be like, hey, everything's firing on all cylinders. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. I'm coming. Amen. Amen. So we're connecting these dots in the scriptures, going through this whole thing, trying to find out what Pastor Haroon's is talking about, but it's all coming alive. And the more we look at it, the more we're, we're seeing into the deep things of God, then we go to Luke chapter 1. Pastor Ty calls us to go to Luke chapter 1. So can you turn there? Luke chapter 1. Well, you were already there, right? So let's start in verse 11. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to Zacharias, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw the angel, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias, for what? Your prayer is heard. Say it again. Your prayer is heard. Say it again. Your prayer, is heard. Your prayer is heard. Who knows that Jesus right now is praying for his church? stand at the right hand of the Father, make an intercession. He is doing that. But whose prayer is being heard here? Our prayer is heard. His prayer is heard right here, and by extension, our prayers are being heard by the listener, by the God who wants to do these supernatural things in our lives. Your prayer is heard. And your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. Now Elizabeth is older, and she has not yet born a child, and this is that time where their self identity, you know, their self worth is caught up in this and bearing children. And so there's, there's shame and there's reproach and there's all this thing extra that she's dealing with, you know, besides her own emotions and just, you know, wanting to be a mother. And Zacharias has been praying, what a good husband! first of all isn't that right yeah. praying for your spouse that's good the lord has heard your prayer and your wife elizabeth will bear you a son and you shall call his name john all right look at verse 24 you see it 24 now after those days his wife elizabeth conceived whoa there it is it happened only a few verses later <laughs> Sometimes in the Bible, it's kind of quick. Sometimes a few verses can be, you know, many generations. But here it is. Your wife is going to have a son. Boom. She conceived. And she hid herself five months saying, Thus the Lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among people. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at the saying, and considered what manner of greeting this was. Okay, so Zacharias was fearful, crazy fearful. I mean, if an angel just shows up, oh! and they're huge and, and majestic, and this, this heavenly being shows up. It's bound to cause some kind of emotion in you. Something's going to happen. You're going to have a feeling about this event. When Mary saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, as they do, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great. And will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Look at verse 31. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son. You will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son. Has she conceived already? No. No. But sometimes we think that, here it is. It's happening. This is it. it, Boom. It's right there. I got the word. Here here we go. It's not always like that. It's not always like that. In fact, more often than not, the Lord wants to do something step by step. And and listen to this. God is like the gentleman of all gentlemen. He's not going to force anything on you. He doesn't even force heaven or salvation or blessings or miracles or anything on you. He doesn't force anything on you, good or bad. He, you get to choose. You get to invite and welcome and allow and, and agree and obey and all of the rest. Forced love is not love. We have other words for that. Some of them are crimes. That's all I'm saying. The Lord doesn't do it. The Lord invites you to Receive. Isn't that good? Thank you, Lord, for your invitations to us. Verse 34 Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be since I do not know a man? That what normally happens to bring this about has not happened. How are you going to do this? And it wasn't in disbelief, it was in belief. It was like, kind of like, okay. This is interesting, you know, like, explain, explain how, right? Then the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Again, has the Holy Spirit done it yet? No, indicated by will come upon you. This is a future event. This is an encounter with the Holy Spirit. This is how the supernatural is conceived, a receptivity to that intimate time, encountering God therefore also that holy one who is to be born will be called the son of God now indeed Elizabeth your relative has also conceived a son in her old age and now is the sixth month for her who was called barren her who was called barren guess what they're not saying about old Elizabeth anymore (laughs) it's not barren whatever it is they they may have developed something new but it's not barren for your relative has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. 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 <laughs> the angels was just like, I know I just told you about what's going to happen in you, and it's supernatural anyway because there's no physical things happening, but let me just drop another little nugget in there for you. Your relative in her old age has already conceived supernaturally because she wasn't able to get it done. He wasn't able to. It wasn't happening. But God chose to do it, and this has already happened. She's already six months down the road. She's kind of getting there, definitely showing. right? It's it's happening. And then, of course, the labor and all the rest. After many years of not seeing your dreams or your hopes or your prayers come to pass... I want to tell you this, a delay is not a denial. A delay is not a... Would you say that with me? A delay is not a denial. Say it again. A delay is not a denial. With God, nothing will be impossible. A delay is not a denial. Just because it's been delayed doesn't mean he's saying no. It just hasn't happened yet. I like that word yet, and I'm very cautious with it. You know, we don't, we don't sing that word yet in some of the songs, the Christian songs that's there, because as if we expect God to let us down sometime, never, never, never going to let me down, right? That's the song that we sing. But yet indicates, oh, I have a hope. I have a future, I have a destiny yet awaiting me, and I'm getting there. I'm walking to the Lord, has all my steps ordered and I'm walking in his way, and we will get there. Amen. Say it again. A delay is not a denial. A delay is not a The angel says, I heard your prayers. We all heard them. It's, it's known in heaven what you are wanting. You think I'm not heard, or I don't care, or I don't understand your urgency. The Lord's saying, I care. I've heard. I know how urgent it is to you, but I've got a plan. Let the plan come to pass as I outline it. Let the plan happen as I dictate it. Because we can just... Here we go. Here we go. Uh, who was it? Who was it that just went ahead and... Uh, Hagar. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Abraham, because he had a wife. And Hagar wasn't it. But it's like, well, it's not happening here. We've got to do something. God's promised. God's promised, so... What are we doing here, right? I mean, to his credit, it wasn't really his idea, but he didn't fight her much on it. That's all I'm saying. Oh, well, if you say so, you know. Okay, let's move it along. He prayed and delayed. Prayed and delayed. Prayed and delayed. Then supernatural conception came. Then supernatural conception came. The Lord wants to do it, and he'll do it. Let it be done his way. Are you willing? This is the question of the day. You might even write the question down and then wrestle with your answer. Are you willing to wait in faith and in joy and in expectation until God aligns all the pieces in just the right way? I'll say it again. Are you willing to wait in faith, in joy, in expectation until God aligns all the pieces in just the right way? I hadn't thought about this when I was preparing this message, but I think about it now. Submitted to the Holy Spirit, I'm going to say this. There are conceptions that happen there have been conceptions that have happened in our natural bodies in our marriage life conceptions that happened that did not result in birth it ended up resulting in miscarriage there is a way to conceive and also forfeit we have the ability to choose those things we have a we have we live in a fallen world, and sometimes those things happen. The Lord is trying to conceive something in you that will come to pass. Amen? Amen. Say something that, pass. something that will come to pass. Because you can think, well, for any number of reasons physical, spiritual, career wise, any number of reasons. You can think, well, pfft, I've had all this experience. I've had all this history. I've had all this go wrong. I've had whatever. I've not believed this. Uh, this is the first time I'm, I'm really grasping on to it. Whatever. Remember the years that the locusts have eaten. The Lord will restore all those years, even if you like brought the locusts. Here's my pet locusts. No. The Lord will restore even those years. So what I'm trying to do is speak life over you today and comfort and peace to say, it doesn't matter what the old season was. The Lord is doing a new thing, conceiving the supernatural. Remember from last Sunday, step by step, step by step. Has God called the rock to run? Yes, Yes. that's an easy one. Has God told us that he's given us the high desert? Yes. Yes. Yes, he also has said that. Do we see every step that we should take for his best plans to come to pass? Not all of them, not all of them. But as someone reminded me, Frozen Two, just do the next right thing. Do the next right thing, you Disney lovers out there. <laughs> not a big fan of Frozen Two, but my wife is intent on making me a big fan of Frozen Two. She's like, you know what, Steven's birthday is coming up. We we'll go get that DVD. You know. Anyway, all I know is I'm, I'm about that. Take the next right step. Lord, what are you saying right now? No matter what I've done, no matter what others have done to me, no matter what the delay or the problem has been, what's the next thing you're telling me to do? Give me the one thing I can do right now. I'm going to do it in obedience. Yes. And you know what he's saying? Sing, O oh Baron. Oh. He's saying, Sing to me because I'm your God. I'm your maker. I'm your husband. I am so here. I've been listening this whole time. I know where you've been. I am ready. To perform my word. I'm watching over my word to perform it, he says. Sing to me. There's that Nora Jones song that I love, and she said, Come away with me in the night. And it's just like that. It's just like so tender and soft, and it's like it's an invitation to an intimate encounter. It just kind of put me in the mind. The Lord is singing over us, and He's saying, Oh, Oh, my bride, my, my love, the, the, you who are worth everything to me, will you come away with me and, and receive an intimate encounter? Let's, let's participate in that together and then see how it all comes to pass because you sought me. Oh, Lord, you are good. We may not know everything, but we do know that more are the children of the desolate than of the married woman. Amen. We do know that he will take away our shame at being so unfruitful in whatever that is. He, we know that he longs for us to come together in intimacy. We know this. I'm, I mean, are you convinced? Yes. He's trying to, to convince us through the word. We know that he has plans for us that are good, that he thinks good thoughts toward us. And he is going to give us a hope and a future. It's like, the, I'm not even talking about the past. I'm talking about the future. You will not remember that. Didn't we just read it? However, however much it's been on your heart, you won't even remember it. Because I'm going to be so good to you. Mm. It's these times from my seat, I'm, I'm just opening my hands. You know, <laughs> If I'm sitting down in church and I'm just saying, yes, Lord, I receive that. I receive it. And so at any time, just feel the freedom to do it. This is what we're about. You need to believe this and then sing and cry aloud. You know how you'll know when you believe it? You know how you're going to know when you really believe it? You're going to start singing and talking and crying aloud, and you're not going to be embarrassed or afraid of who's seeing and how it's not happening. What are they going to say because it's not happened so much? No, 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 no. You'll believe the Lord when you start singing and crying aloud. That's how you'll know. It's good that we have a benchmark, isn't it? And good that we have instructions from the Lord in the Bible. Sing. Break forth into singing. Cry aloud. That's, That's unashamed. When you see what God has been trying to establish with your spiritual eyes, instead of wondering where it is all this time, you cry out to God and you say, Yes, I am all in. I'm with you. Not my will, but yours be done. I'm willing to give up whatever it takes to fully experience your best plan. I'm willing to lay my life aside. I'm living as a huh, I'm going through life as a living sacrifice. Separate, holy, pleasing to you. That's that's only what's reasonable. That's not even extra. That's not even extravagantly generous. It's just the baseline you have me. That's a good song. That's a good song to sing. In this moment in your life, this may sound like, I surrender my life today and make Jesus the Lord of my life. I give him ownership of my everything. It may sound like that for you, but maybe you've already been there. I'm set. I'm already a Christian. Hey, hey, hey. Maybe it sounds like, I'll proclaim to the world that I am absolutely yours through my water baptism. Maybe you haven't taken that step. Maybe you're like me, waited 16 years too long. Amen. Maybe today for you, it's I offer my mouth to, for you to cleanse and for you to use to declare to others your goodness and your truth and your miracles in their lives. Maybe for you, it's I want all the goodness you've promised me in the Bible, even if it means more waiting, even if it means a shift of my own plans. Notice here in the message, God is speaking to two completely different situations. One, Zacharias and Elizabeth have been praying for this thing to come to pass. Mary, this is the last thing she's praying for. This is going to cause some havoc in her life. Unmarried, you know, can you imagine what they're calling her? I don't know what they're calling Elizabeth, but imagine what they'd be calling Mary. This is a problem in the natural. Although she's meant to give birth to the Son of God, this is conceived supernaturally in her. But whoever you are today, it is time to respond to this invitation. Look how Mary responds to the Messenger of God. Are you ready for this? Here we go. Then Mary said, Behold, the maid servant of the Lord. Basically, this is for men and women. Just behold, the servant of the Lord. I'm your servant. Check me out. I'm your servant. Behold, see me as your servant. I am yours, all the things that we just declared. Then Mary said, "Behold the maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. Let it be. Again, it hasn't already happened. Let it be to me. Let this encounter with you, this thing that you're trying to birth in me, let that be according to your word. Mary gives permission. She accepts the invitation for this intimate encounter with the Holy Spirit. Not my will, but yours. And the angel departed from her, now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste. Like, this is, she's running. Talk about run. To a city of Judah, and entered the house of Zacharias, and greeted Elizabeth. All right, imagine this. Door opens. Hi, Elizabeth! Now watch this. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting. Elizabeth hadn't heard anything else. There was no Instagram. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't some picture you're scrolling through, and there wasn't some picture, and there's Mary, and there's this angel, and there's like these blue balloons or something, you know. It wasn't some kind of reveal party happening on the gram. Elizabeth has no way to know. Here's Mary, opens the door, and then... uh, It's close. When Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leapt in her womb. Ladies, that happens. You're like, ah. Amber's like, I do this. Like, I just like get that foot out of my rib or whatever. You know, it's like, come on, baby, you know, go back. Baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Come on. Wow, that's amazing. What would you do if you were filled with the Holy Spirit? You should be excited. You should be, your body is going to react. You're filled with the Holy Spirit. A lot of times what happens when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, something comes out of our mouths that we don't even understand. <laughs> More on that another time. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit at that greeting. Then she spoke out with a loud voice. Man, everyone's all loud over here. You're like, Pastor Jeff, I thought it was only you. No, it's in the Bible. Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women. And blessed is the fruit of your womb. What? The Holy Spirit is clearly doing something right here. We've talked about the gifts of the Spirit. And one of those is knowing something that you could not know. Except God. God is telling you and she's speaking it out with a loud voice. She's not like, Mary, you you got something going on around. (laughs) Zachariah is in the kitchen. You can tell me. Mm -mm. she's with a loud voice declaring this. This is is so good. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me, verse 43, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? The the what of my what? This is a divine download right here. She is next level prophesying that the mother... Ah, Remember (laughs) a family feud? Ah, That the mother of my Lord, my owner, my control, my decision maker, my master, the mother of that person should come to me. For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the baby leapt in my womb for joy, for joy. She's still prophesying. Blessed is she who believed. Remember, we're back to this, where we started this intimate encounter invitation. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be, say, will be. be. You see, I'm trying to get a message through to you. There will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. So speaking this prophetic word, the Holy Spirit is speaking through Elizabeth's mouth into Mary's ears. The prophetic word is getting down into her heart. And there's a conception happening right here. Amazing. The prophetic word is getting down into her heart. There's a spiritual conception happening here. The Holy Spirit is manifesting inside Mary right now. That seed, God supplies seed to the sower. Anyone been through level three? Oh, you know that's true. You got about nine weeks of that, or nine, nine hours of that. The sower sows the word, and the, the word is the seed. And he will provide you the word to speak when you need it. He's provided it. You got it, and then it's like, little seed, little seed, little seed. Elizabeth's given the seed. Check this out. The seed, the spoken word, is going forth here. And the egg has to... I know it's all very technical. The egg has to receive the seed in order for there to be this joining. And then there's conception. So, will the prophetic word lodge in Mary's heart? You know, those old old shows that end that way. Will they get out of danger? Lassie, you know, the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Elizabeth said, Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. And now watch what Mary does, where we started today. She starts singing. This is the song of Mary. Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. Did you see the conception happen and her response and the whole lead up and everything? This supernatural conception happened and she sings out, holy is his name. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. Now, we have to do something with this message because it's not enough for me to have said it. And it's also not enough for it to be true. Now both of those things are, I've said it and it's true, nothing is going to happen in your life until you do. Those who come to me and hear my sayings and does them are like people building houses on the rock, solid lives. And so, stand to your feet with me because I am going to do something that is a little new and no one's prepared for. And it's good for you to be here. It is good for you to be here, but we need, we need to sing. And there's a song that the Lord put in my heart for this moment. And I want to sing it, and I want to teach it to you, and I want to have us all get there together. And so instrumentalists, don't feel like you have to, to come along here, but I am going to attempt to teach us this song. Sing it to you, sing it over you, and then I want you to sing along with us. I want what you want and not what I want. I am a sacrifice. You are my greatest joy. I want what you want. Not what I want. And not what I want. I am a sacrifice. I am a sacrifice. You are my greatest joy. The second verse here. I want what you want. Starts the same way. And not what I want. I am a sacrifice. In you, I'm satisfied. In you, I'm satisfied. I say yes, I'll encounter you. I say yes because your word is true. You have not forgotten me. You love me. You love me. Please forgive me. Maybe this is what intimacy with the Holy Spirit looks like. Say yes, I'll encounter you. I say yes, I'll encounter you. I say yes because your word is true. You have not forgotten me. You love me. You love me. Sing that again. I say yes. And I say, yes, I'll encounter you. I say, yes, because your word is true. You have not forgotten me. You love me. You love me. My soul magnifies you, Lord. My spirit will rejoice in you, my Savior. My soul magnifies you, Lord. My spirit will rejoice. My spirit will rejoice in you, my Savior. God, you have remembered me. You will supply. You will supply my soul magnifies you Lord. My spirit will rejoice in you my Savior. God you have remembered me. Trust you with my whole life. Sing that last one. I trust you in my whole life. I trust you with my whole life. I want to overlook my mistakes and my humanness in this. Let's try to sing it together again all from the top. I want what you want and not what I want. I want what you want. And not what I want. I am a sacrifice. I am a sacrifice. You are my greatest joy. You are my greatest joy. I want what you want, Lord. I want what you want. And not what I want. I am a sacrifice. Sing, in you I'm satisfied you I'm satisfied and I say yes and I say yes I'll encounter you I'll say yes I say yes because your word is true you have not forgotten you have not forgotten me you love me you love me and I say yes and I say yes I'll encounter you. I'll say yes because your word is true. And you have not forgotten me. You love me. You love me. And my soul magnifies you, Lord. My spirit will rejoice in you my Savior God you have remembered me you will supply you will supply my soul my soul magnifies you Lord my spirit will rejoice in you my Savior God you have remembered me trust you with my whole life. Lord, I trust you with my whole life. Whatever that looks like. I trust you in my whole life. Whatever my story has been. I trust you in my whole life. You have my future in your hands. I trust you in my whole life. I say yes to you, Lord, anything. I trust you in my whole Life, anything you say, how you lead, I trust you with my whole life. My soul magnifies you, Lord. You haven't forgotten about me. You will bring your perfect plans to pass in my life as I agree to come away with you to encounter your spirit, to be encountered by your spirit. Be shown step by step how I must go. Thank you, Lord, for shepherding me. Thank you for giving me shepherds that have my best interest at heart. Thank you for loving me at all times. Come on, church, let's say it out of our mouths. Thank you for loving me at all times. My soul trusts you because my spirit trusts you. My spirit knows it's one with you. My soul magnifies you. I see you. And I say yes to you. Church, we are singing and we are conceiving the supernatural right here, right now. But it's not meant to end here. Even as you go through your week, continue to sing I feel like I need to make this song available and give it to you. I'll work on that. Keep a song in your heart. Let the Lord birth something new in you in any way that he says because he's trustworthy. Somebody say amen. 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 Come on, can we thank the Lord? Can we bless him? In fact, beyond just an applause out of your mouth, say, Lord, you are good and I'm thankful for your goodness. I'm thankful for your word. I'm thankful for your song. I'm thankful for your church. I'm thankful for my leaders. I'm thankful for your constancy. I'm thankful for your word. bring it to pass. I am yours. I am yours. Amen.. Amen. Amen.